welcome to Inside Sports Dead in Gold podcast, first one for 2019. My name's James Smith and with me is Jeff Centenera. We're hey, back. Man. Yes. <laughs> we're back. We, d- we didn't think we were going to be back. <laughs> the off-season's nearly over. Mm. Yes, there is an off-season. I admitted that yeah. over the off-season. Well, we, want, is... we want this particular off-season to end, don't we? Oh my God. Just... I've never wanted the footy to be back so much. Yeah, it, it, it really, really needs it right now, yeah. doesn't it? When, um, because the Super League season kicked off um, at the weekend, that was almost, oh yeah, yeah, that was like yes, finally <laughs> some competitive four points footy, um, mm. and yeah, and, and it didn't disappoint. There were some really good games on. Yeah. I feel kind of guilty that you know, for, for, you know, one of our big kind of talking points throughout last season was was just about you know how, how you know last season was relatively free of, of player misbehavior. It was uh, yeah. scandals we, 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 with, was, with apologies to the to the Matt Lodge kind of early year uh, early year goings on. Yeah. But I feel like yeah, we really tempted fate because instead of that happening through the season, we just seem to pile it all now <laughs> yeah. into the off season. So yeah. I, I don't know whether that's better or worse in the in the information ecosystem of the of the game but um yeah it's uh as you say i mean yeah truly i mean uh, we could we're really unfortunately we're, we're not really that close no <laughs> yeah, yeah to the yeah to the, to the footy coming back around it's just that uh you've uh, we've just come off working on um yeah the the uh the season preview edition Mm-hmm. And more to talk, uh, more to come on that uh, kind of in this pod and the pods to come, I guess. But uh, yeah. but yeah, uh, yeah, we, we you, as you say, we really need some yeah, balls start to fly, start flying about, don't we? And, and hits, hits, exactly. hit dingers. That's uh, that'll, that'll solve it all. <laughs> no, it's just um, just that thing that I that I'm always carrying on about. Uh, when the off-field behaviour is good, then the attention turns to. You know the the referees. You know yeah. why aren't they doing their job? Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah, it just it sucks during an off season when player misbehaviour escalates because that is Very literally not. the only thing to talk about. Yeah, I'm not saying it's any more acceptable or you know the media is any more culpable in mm-hmm. in spreading the in inverted commas bad publicity about the game, but it just intensifies it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, i.e., we either either need more rep football, or uh, be we uh, need to kind of get more league players involved in the big bash, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Can I um, just before we go on? Can, I, I want to change one of my theories that I have Ooh, about uh, theory. Change. Yeah, about rugby league. Yes, and needing to be played every day. Okay, like there's a apart few... from the mere fact that you know you probably would die of attrition, <laughs> yeah. or the players would die of attrition. Seven games a week. Yeah, yeah fire up. Like Krusty being on TV for like twenty four hours. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All the players stressed out. <laughs> That's right. You know um, how in life, how you so, sometimes you have questions in, in your mind, and you think, well, "What would happen if, if this?" Yeah. All the time. What would happen if this happened, or if that happened? I've had two of those questions answered relatively recently. One of them was, and this is about as random as it gets. What would happen if? Hey, hey, Saturday came back on television. <laughs> this is what you're thinking about. Okay. Exactly. Um, and that was answered about 10 years ago when it did come back. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. the producers discovered that blackface isn't funny anymore. And <laughs> <laughs> making fun of the token Indian bloke isn't funny anymore. And mm. that kind of thing. And the other yeah. one was over the summer, you know, what would happen if rugby league was played every day and mm. watching the Big Bash League, yeah. it's, I've found that out, it's saturation, it's complete disarray, it's 
very hard to follow, isn't it? It's having it on having the Scorchers play the Renegades on a Monday night. Yeah. Just doesn't. It's there's something difficult about it. I don't know. I thought you were the. I thought you loved the baseball thing where they played every day though. Yeah. Like my, my my kind of my kind of here we go in the finest dead in goal tradition. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about another sport. Yeah, another sport. My my notion about the Big Bash was that um, it, not so much the number of games being played, yeah. but it was the time period. Yep. Like stretching out, you know, into into February past, you know, the end of school holidays has been the thing that's that's hurting it. Yeah. And my 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 kind of notion would be that what they're going to do with the BBL is kind of go to that thing where you know you can kind of watch every match like right now you, you don't have matches being held at the same time yeah yeah i think they've got to cross cross that bridge basically where they'll, they'll have the thing where they play a lot more games because they just they need uh, they need to play more games i, I just mm. don't i think they play too few matches but you know um sometimes they'll have to play them against each other yeah so like the idea being that not everybody can watch every ball no. <laughs> of, uh, of every uh, every game yeah so, no, exactly no, no it's just know. yeah just something that i yeah, I mean, and, and as far as the amount of games that are on, well, the A-League has probably four or five times the games that the BBL has, yeah. and that continues on through the summer. I'd, I just think if if there was a, a, better, a better structure, as in your, your league and AFL, where you have a game on Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, that, that gives you something to look forward to through the week. Yeah. But but yeah, there's nothing. It's just a game on every every night. I agree with that. Like I I, I think one of the things that, uh, that and and this is the reason why I think you know you know league kind of in the northern states, AFL in the southern states, or even you would extend kind of the analogy, maybe the Premier League in England or um, yeah. the NFL in the states. You know those those leagues, their schedules have kind of footholds and handholds. You, you know when those games are being played. And yeah. it's, it's the only you only have to focus on kind of one thing yep. during the week. Whereas you know if you are kind of like a like a basketball or a baseball you know or you know, a fan or a BBL fan, yeah, because something's going on all the time. Yeah. Like the shelf life of any one of those things is just that less important. Because, you know, like, well, it's over. There's going to be another one tomorrow anyway. Yeah. So, you know, and, and BBL it, suffers from that. Exactly. There's, yeah. a, there's a high degree of disposability to it. So yeah. I've always thought, you know, kind of in the way kind of life is right now, that everything seems to be happening in real time. There's benefits to being on all the time. But I think this is a, a you know, kind of for the, for the you know, fan's sake, you know, being able to create your own kind of space, you know, your own kind of time you know, yeah. during the week that, that people come to value. Yeah. Now, funnily enough, you actually have to move more quickly within that time. I don't think league specifically has that problem. I think you know the game moves you know, more than well enough. But yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I, uh, that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a kind of a very valid kind of uh, theory change. Huh. Yeah. Now we'll have to see what, what other theories are yours that we can change. change <laughs> that's change. it. That's all I've got. <laughs> um, so th- this podcast could go anywhere. We mm. deliberately have as opposed left to it. the other ones that you know have been such models of uh, of precise planning, finely structured things. Mm. They are mm-hmm. the only thing that's locked in is um, uh, on Twitter last week for yes, uh, for, for our mag. Yeah, I, I asked a, a a question as as. Um, uh, relating to the schedule and what events need to be added uh, to the schedule. So, and a, a lot of you responded. I'm going to read out ones um, that are going to appear in our magazine, our, our March edition. So, uh, they're all good, but I, I selected these ones just because uh, they were they were cool, basically. <laughs> that's his power, his editorial <laughs> discretion. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and, and the other um, main structural 
pillar of course is what, what was the uh, most rugby league thing we did mm-hmm. um you want to go most rugby league thing we did in the off season or last week or how, how do you want to do this oh um uh, the the most league thing I did in 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 the last week last I'd week. have to say was uh, yeah kind of getting a, a prediction about rugby league wrong <laughs> oh. <laughs> immediately so you know yeah I'm almost I'm almost tempted to bra- break out bad predictions review <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're not even halfway through preseason yet we, which we avoided last year didn't we yeah, you, yeah. you wanted to keep doing it and I, I, I did I was and, like oh and, look and, out the window and, and, that, J- okay. and James went in yeah okay, and I said no don't want to do that <laughs> no no yeah, my, my my predictions were fine you could actually talk about yours if you want. Anyhow, yeah, like, you know, just, the, you know, we're barely into, you know, 2019 in rugby league. And, yeah, I've already got something that I'm regretting having said uh, in in what in what will be in the upcoming magazine about uh, guys coming back from Super League. And I, I just happened to mention that, uh, yeah, that uh, it's nice for the league uh, that Ben Barber is back. So I just I'm a, oh. one thing I want to say about that before we're out. Um, I shouldn't make light of kind of what happened. No, no, around what happened with him. It's yeah, it, it's very, it's very sad for. Him. Well, no, actually, sorry. Let's let's take it back a bit. The incident is you know is the worst thing of all. Let's yeah. let, let's put the let's stipulate let's stipulate to, to, uh, let's stipulate to that. Mm. Um, yeah, I think kind of like you know kind of the range of response. Well, not even the range of response. The response by you know kind of you know, by the league and by kind of the officialdom and around the larger culture of the sport. Uh, I think is a is a kind of a positive development, and then you know just over and above that, it's just kind of sad what's what, you know what's happened um, to this guy uh, in his life or in, in rugby league. Yeah, yeah, wasn't sad yeah. for everybody involved. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say putting out the mag was the, the most rugby league thing I did, but mm. I, I, I want to say something else. Yesterday, um, I saw four different NRL jerseys being worn by people around the general public. Oh, I you say one person was wearing four different... <laughs> you saw this one person that kept on appearing in another jersey. It was 30 degrees yesterday. It was, would have been a... It's not bad. <laughs> Short sleeves or, or, you know, long sleeves? So, uh, the, the Cronulla guy, uh, a bloke wearing a Cronulla jersey, was yep. in the middle of the city. Yeah. Uh, another guy was um, out um, in the eastern suburbs wearing a Melbourne Storm jersey. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And I saw a... Maybe, maybe he lost a bet. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta wear you gotta wear a storm jersey in the middle of the eastern suburbs all year. <laughs> uh, and I saw a Rabbitohs jersey. Of, of course. course, you did. Yeah, yeah, of course, I saw one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw a Tigers jersey being worn. So four in four in one day. I thought uh, this is pretty cool. Like you can already feel that people are getting edgy, aren't they, for, mm-hmm. for footy? As we as we were talking about before, most merch, yeah, it kind of, yeah, obviously the merchandise sales, yeah, yeah. doing well, continuing to forge ahead. That's right, that's right. Um, and what about uh, what we're most looking forward to, either this week or this year? Um, what do you, you want to go? Yeah, 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 I'll, I'll go. Um, I'll go. You want me to? Do? Uh, no, that's all right. So. I've revealed um, many times how I used to support Parramatta. Yes, he did. So, so I've got a yeah. bit of a, not a bit of a soft spot, massive soft spot because they're a fellow Westie team and, and that sort of thing. I'm but really, here's the question. Yeah. When they're good, do you find them insufferable? Uh, yes. It's an interesting dynamic, isn't it? You yeah, know? yeah. Like it's one of those things where I yeah. wouldn't mind 
uh, you know, Para to be good because it's in that range of good for the sport if Para is good. Um, that's my thing now, good for the sport. Uh, but yeah, their fans become insufferable very, very quickly, I find. Oh, Mainly because I think maybe this might be a localized situation because we're, we're amongst so many of them in this, build, in this building. There's heaps of yeah. tons. But you're right, I think there's a lot. Like, I think, you know, like, just like the, the whole South's out of the woodwork thing, you know, yeah. uh, what was it? That's our five years ago, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, if, if power were basically to turn it around again, yeah, oh. you'd have the exact same circumstance. Yeah. Maybe I think, you know what it is? Uh, you, know, I, you know, I'd forgotten. Like, it's our age cohort. Yeah. It's our age. I reckon it's our age cohort because they were all... Um, they were oh, all yeah. converted during the 80s. When so they, so when we're, they were 40, we're 40 yeah. now, 40 yeah. plus. Yeah. So if well, you, how old were we in 1986? Well, we're nine. Far out. So, you know, nine or ten. So if you're trying to take, like, <laughs> the people are us and then the people who are, like, kind of up to 10 years, to 10 years older than us yeah. who are now, like, the 40s and 50-year-olds in, in the workplace... Yeah, there would be. They were the most popular team during that period, weren't they? <laughs> yes. So unless they, they were, were, unless they were turncoats like yourself. <laughs> anyway, finish your point. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to Parramatta getting a home ground back, um, and 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 I know that ANZ Stadium is home to a lot of other clubs and. And it can be interchangeable, you know. They they take signage down and put a new club's signage up during home grounds and stuff. But it's just not that that hasn't been Parramatta these last couple of years. Uh, whereas going back to that, you know, spiritual turf mm. of, of Cumberland Oval and Parramatta, yeah. the old Parramatta Stadium, the one they burned down. Yeah, yeah. I just think I, I think it's going to improve them a lot. Mm. It's going to. Speaking of fans, it's going to you know increase their crowds. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I'm really looking forward to seeing how Parramatta handles this year, and yep. I think I think they'll be they'll, they'll be all right. Mm. You know, won't be one of the best teams, but yeah, it's going to be really good, as you say, for for footy to to have the eels. What they back, need, back what they now. need to do with that new building is they need to put the Ray Price statue mm. in a place where, like you know, say if they're running onto the field, yeah. they can touch the Ray Price statue on the way out to the turn. I, I think that would I think what that a would great idea. I think that would improve them by by at least a win, a win and a half. <laughs> this is why I do this podcast <laughs> with Jeff Centenera. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yes, sort of like um at Leichhardt, there's a picture of Laurie Nichols or there's a plaque mm. and everyone either why don't they have it or something on the way out. Why yeah. don't they have a statue of Laurie Nichols like they do of the of, of Yabba at the the SCG. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They should they should have one like right there. He deserves one. He there's, a, there's a massive out deserves one. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a plaque and there's another yeah um, display uh, information display sign that's gone up. But yeah, there's something that they touch. Mm. Yeah, that's what a great idea. Mm. Maybe they're waiting. To be fair, that's not particularly original. It's something I stole from you know <laughs> from my, my recovering mornings watching college football on Sundays. <laughs> like the current champions, they run down this grass. Yeah. Bankment, they touch this rock. That oh, is that them? Is it? That's Clemson, yeah. And then they run down onto the field. I reckon, I reckon they should do that with you know that would be so good in rugby league. Is that where they get that bus to their own own home ground? And yes, then get off yes, the yeah. They, actually, they all do that. Oh, do I think they? most of them. I think most of them do. To um, okay, unless they have the the facility. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They do that because I don't think their locker room is anywhere near. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess they just don't want them walking around. Like, like lolling around back up there. I don't know. <laughs> but anyhow, you know, I, I reckon they, they really should have that. Does Ray Price have to be dead for that to happen, though? Isn't, well, isn't it like a bit well, of a... Ray will never die. Like, you know, <laughs> True. He'll be like the Highlander. He'll be like, you know, 250 years old. Like, you know, 
He's too tough oh. for death. <laughs> I love Ray Price. I can talk about him all day. I'll try and get I'll try and get hold of him for an interview if anyone knows him out there. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that'd be great. I will, so, yeah. I will be safely safe, minimum safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> during, that, might, during that interview might have to be a phone it, app it maybe. could be <laughs> I can say whatever then I like you can see whether his fist he can actually punch people through the telephone <laughs> yeah. we're at um, the Parramatta St George game towards the end of last year at ANZ and uh, my niece didn't know who he was Ooh. my niece mm. looked at that bloke that was sitting near the tunnel and she, without, being, without any prompt or anything she said that man looks like a tough bastard <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, he probably is. <laughs> Excellent. He radiates toughness. toughness yeah. often. Uh, what, what about you, mate? What are you most looking forward to, either this week or this year? Uh, Leave it open. Uh, this week, mm. um, I'm actually going into you know, BKG territory by the end of this week. Oh, so, yeah, you know, yeah. I guess, you know, it's probably the least kind of NRL. <laughs> Listen, that, that, when you talk about kind of this year, um, uh, and I, I, I responded something different for a similar question we did in the magazine, but th- this is honestly what I'm looking for. You know, so I yeah. basically lied in the magazine, not the first time I've lied in the magazine. <laughs> uh, but the, the thing I'm most looking forward to this year is uh, I've got a, uh, probably as the listeners probably aware, I'm, I'm a, bit of a, a bit of a coach nuffy. Like I'm, I'm mm. interested in, in coaches and coaching and kind of like, you know, kind of... Um, Philosophies and, and and the way they kind of um, they kind of develop systems, mm. uh, and I'm also interested in the very fundamental question because I actually do believe I actually do believe in this. Do they really do they have any impact at all? Which is to say, I I could believe the you know kind of some of the the, the theorists out there who have basically said yeah coaches really don't have that that much of an impact on the underlying kind of quality ability success of the team like you know the difference would be would be so minuscule maybe not even a game you know in, in terms of uh or a victory in, yeah. in terms of, in terms of difference and yeah i'm intrigued kind of that thought intrigues me kind of heading into this season because i think this season is almost like like almost like a laboratory experiment for kind of what yeah, what really is the impact of a coach? I guess every season is like that to a, to a degree. But where you got this scenario where you've got two coaches of you know fairly kind of good teams, teams that you know, have in, have an intention to contend this year, and then you've flipped them. Yeah, <laughs> you've almost traded them. Like you know, one. You know, mm, and of course I'm, I'm referring to I'm referring to you know when Bennett and Anthony Seabolt here. Yeah, where you know like yeah, they, 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 you're putting them kind of in each other's situation. In a lot of circumstances, they're coaching each other's players. You know, yeah. like the, these are teams that have been assembled by um, by the other guy. Uh, at least in this for this year, who knows who knows what happens kind of uh, in in the coming years, and who, who knows who they steal from each other. But yeah, uh, it'll be fascinating because I think everything about their seasons is going to be colored by this idea yeah. of well, Wayne would have done it better, or Seabold is, is you know is is doing worse, or, or whatever you know kind of the, the state of affairs is. And, you know, that's not just, it's not just them. Like, if you look at kind of some of the coaching dynamic around, like, you know, we, we have you know, John Morris being confirmed, you know, down in the Shire. You know, that'll be an interesting one because they're an interesting team. That team strikes me as one, and this is no disrespect to you know, Shane Flanagan at all. Like, yeah. obviously did a great job as, you know, it's, ne- it's never easy coming in as the interim. And then not only that, coming in as the interim as that club and then getting them over the premiership hump. That was a team I always thought that had a bit of a character, 
And I wondered always whether that was coach derived or whether that was the group of players that mm. that, inf- you know, that created that. <clears throat> so it'll be interesting to see how they continue, kind of, yeah, you know, kind of whether they continued kind of looking like you know the Sharks through this season. And the other kind of um, element of the of the experiment, so to speak, is you've got Des coming back to Manly. So if he were to be- turn turn basically the Sea Eagles into the team that they were. Kind of through the the noughties, you know, under him, that that's an or you know that's another interesting kind of development again. Or you know, has it really been the case where the games you know passed him by to a degree? Yeah, or yeah. How much is he gonna uh, is he gonna have to adapt? Mm. So there's all these kind of various um, kind of uh, kind of kind of directions and vectors regarding kind of uh, yeah. the, the the coaching situations in, in the league. And having just said all that, like you know. <coughs> you know, I, I, I kind of you know wrap around back to my first point. Will it will it matter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> will it matter? Do the coaches really have here you know, kind of have any impact at all? We're gonna we're gonna find out because Ivan's going back to Penrith. Oh, as sorry, well. and that's the that's yeah, another yeah, one I'd, I'd yeah. forgotten about. Uh, and and it really does put pressure on Wayne Bennett in particular because mm. the Rabbitohs finished one game away from the grand yeah. final. Um, if he if they don't do that again or reach the grand final. Then it's pretty black and white, isn't it? Yeah. You didn't do as well with the team as Seabold did. Yeah. Whereas, what, what, how, how far did the Broncos get? First week? They got second week. Did they get to the? Did they get to the second week? What was that week where report. they got flogged by Saints, thirty nil at home? Um, anyway, that was yeah. that was second weekend. I'm okay, sure. all right. Jeez, we really should know these things. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely, you're absolutely fundamentally correct. I mean, the um, <laughs> I guess the only thing that kind of is. Um, a question in that regard is, with with Wayne, how much longer is he going to do this? I don't know. You know, yeah. I mean, what's his what's his own kind of conception of you know? Maybe maybe we're kind of like putting a number on him and basically saying that yeah, he's too old. When you know, maybe he feels perfectly fine and wants to continue doing this for another ten years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, who's to say? Like you know, he might not be kind of a short term kind of um, yeah, kind of um, not be a short term at all. No, no. Like, you know, maybe he, you know, he, he sees it quite differently, and like he's feeling really good, and will you know, keep on, you know, yeah, yeah. He's he's looking at that situation as being as being open ended. I, I, th- I think um, <laughs> without even meeting him before, without even knowing him or anything, I think he enjoys hiding down in Sydney. Yeah. If, if if a rugby league coach can do that, I think. Um, I think he's, he feels a lot more respected by the media down here, if, if, if that is possible for any human being to feel that. But up in Brisbane, whoa, here's the blowtorch nice, is on him all the time. Here's, here, here's a nice prop bet for you. Will he last there longer than uh, than Greg Inglis will? <laughs> now. <laughs> that is a solid bet. He's got he's got two seasons, doesn't he? So you know, GI before you know before he's announced retirement. Yeah. So you know. Jeez. Who's to say? Sports bet. Get onto it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to last longer? There's there's a nice little prop. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's it's going to be great, isn't it? It's it's um, watching Wayne Bennett with basically, you know, a few of the t- players that he coaches in England. Mm. So there's not that much of a of an adjustment for a lot of them, is there? Mm. Like the yeah, it, it's going to be intriguing because you you know with a team on a trajectory like that, yeah. it's very unusual to have a coaching change. Yeah, it so is, it? yeah, it's as you say, if they if they were to take a backward step, and let's face it, you know they're you know as much as I do think that they were improving and that they did improve, take a take a fairly drastic step forward last season. 
you know, there there is a scenario. I, I'm not I'm not sure. Where did you did you want to tease where they you predicted they'd finish this year? Oh, in the map? around where they finished this year. Last year, like so, you know, a, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people would say that you know, they're they're still not going to get past the Roosters this season. So oh, they're still very very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess you know, like to finish third in consecutive years. You can say, "Oh, there's no progress," but say if you actually you can you can finish third by getting flogged, you can finish third by <laughs> losing by a point. So you know, I guess, I guess you know, there's some question to be had about whether yeah, you know, what kind of yeah, you know, how they actually you know, if they do indeed kind of just fall short of the 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 grand this year, how they actually might do it. But yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, it's gonna find that out in August, don't we? So uh, won't have to wait too long. Mm. Uh, did you want to move on to our weekly question? Uh, yes, uh, indeed. Was, was there? Oh, okay, that's that's for later on. Um, so th- this week, or oh, last week, uh, we put out a question, and it was which um, event or um, fixture or whatever has to be added to the NRL calendar. What, what's missing from it? We got some really good responses once again. Yeah, um, you guys have got vivid imaginations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Very good. Uh, do you, to, do you want to dive into this or do we ours? We'll do ours maybe midway or what do you want? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll do ours midway. All right, yeah, cool. Good idea. Dive into it. Good idea. Um, so the first first one I'll read out is from Pursuit of Hoppiness. He wants the Hunger Games added. Let all the Broncos players fill up on their $20 a day McDonald's vouchers every day for two months and then send them uh, on sand dune runs until they lose the equivalent weight of one BJ Leilua in the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Yeah, that's, that's a lot that's, of weight. That's cruel. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mario Siegs underscore says uh, he wants a crisis round uh, where we Ooh, celebrate. <laughs> great idea. Where we celebrate all the best redemption stories of the past twelve months. I'm also keen on a hashtag redemption jersey. Just think of the possibilities. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. One thing you'd have to do with crisis round compulsory thing in crisis round is you'd have to get every coach to front uh, a mandatory like you know hour-long press conference where they have to be asked the most difficult question regarding their club and they have to keep on answering <laughs> even if they don't want to even that's yeah. right even if they don't want to they got to keep on answering you know and if the question you know is that you know if the if the question keeps repeated to them they have to keep on answering in a different way <laughs> yeah because that uh, is a true crisis. Otherwise, they lose competition points. Something like that. Uh, no, you don't get to play the game. <laughs> don't get to participate in crisis. Right? <laughs> it would be a popular round. Uh, Stu McLennan says, um, country centres in New South Wales and Queensland need to see more high-level rugby league. Uh, either a return to the Tui's Challenge-style pre-season cup mm. played outside of metro areas or a midweek Challenge Cup open to all um, below NRL level. Yeah, so that, that way you, you're seeing... The plethora of league on show, yeah, that's that's the way. Um, Viva Gas Vegas says uh, introduce halftime players versus celebrity bake-offs. Grand final winner to sing horses or on the voice, go into the jungle or fight Anthony Mundine. <laughs> you didn't expect it to go there, did you? <laughs> Here's one I can tell you. When I worked in in basketball in the Philippines. Uh, one of the things they had at year end was um, that they had this. They had you know, your, your awards show, of course. You know, for your league awards, you know, your MVPs, your rookie of the years, and so forth. But what it also was is it was conceived as a as a thank you to the fans. Oh yeah. So yeah. what happened was every team in the league had to do a little 
like kind of like stage number. Oh god! <laughs> the Woody Show did that, didn't they? Did yeah. they? Yeah. I, I don't know. They had to do a little stage number, and this being the you know Filipinos, they all like you know poured <laughs> themselves into it. Like <laughs> basically, most sang song, like you know, did did karaoke style, you know, like kind of like songs, you know, and that would go off, wouldn't it? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> They either did it the wrong time of year, mm. or you know they kind of priced it out of you know the fans' uh, kind of uh, kind of reach. Because yeah, we didn't kind of get a good crowd to it, oh. and it was such a shame because it was it was done so well. You know, it, uh, would you, you pay know, money to go and see that though as a standalone event? Would you pay money to for listen, athletes to? I'd rather do that than the Dally M. <laughs> <laughs> good point. <laughs> good point. Oh man. Um, okay, so C Bailey says. Bring back the ten pin bowling comp from Andrew. Oh, this is a good idea <laughs> from Andrew Vossi's old boots and all show. Mm. Uh, that and proper kangaroo and lions tours. Yeah, a ten pin bowling comp. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the people, great. People really love the ten pin bowling comp. Yeah, because anyone yeah. can do it. It's the great leveler, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you can say, oh, "I'm better than DCE ten pin bowling." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no, um, yeah, that, that, that's great. And Andrew Ferguson says um, uh, a revamped city versus country. Um, this was a popular one. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, People love city versus country. They, yeah, they do. Everyone, everyone loves it um, after it's been taken away. Mm. Well, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> People look at it and go, "Why are we still playing this? This is irrelevant." <laughs> uh, instead of limit, limiting it to New South Wales, make it nationwide. Uh, two games. The main game contains NRL players. Second game doesn't. Uh, kangaroo tours with more than 15 games so these are other suggestions Andrew wants back and not just to the UK we need to use the best team in the world to promote the game everywhere so a kangaroo tour to the Pacific Islands or something like that maybe yeah, not a bad idea is it mm. um, apologies in advance to uh, the various night nightlife establishments of those Pacific Islands <laughs> <laughs> very good What's, what, what do you want to see added to the calendar Oh, well, you know, now that you've said Kangaroo Tour, I, I, want, yeah. I really want Demolition Derby back. But, you know, <laughs> seeing as how we're never getting that ever again. <laughs> one of our, you know, one of our, you know, you know kind of pet obsessions on this, oh, be great, on this, on this pod. Uh, you know, uh, uh, this is what I've said before. Um, and, yeah, I, I really do want this because I think it'd be a great idea. I, I want a big pick-up touch footy tournament. Yeah. And, and I want it kind of done in a huge kind of uh, kind of blowout way um, you know almost like kind of Auckland Nines size like and you could do it um, during a time in the season when you know like if, if we're going to have standalone rep rounds or even standalone ideally standalone rep periods where yep. you could like have a period of like uh, of two or three weeks where you know the, the comp is given some time off and the other, these other kind of um you know, forms of, uh, of of league kind of golf and play, but I've always thought that um, that the, the the NRL proper doesn't get as much out of its association with uh, with touch footy that it really should. They are yeah, yeah. it's, it's theirs, and it's the thing that connects kind of kind of that level of the sport to you know its real kind of you know most you know kind of for a little bit of grassroots. Yeah, because that's yeah. what people play. People don't you know play you know kind of rugby league at lunchtime. They they you know they play touch footy. Mm. So you know my notion always was, and, and with respect to you know kind of the, the various club based competitions or national championships that are going on right now and have been going on for for for, uh, for a long time, you know to really kind of put 
you know, the NRL sheen on, on touch footy. So a big, you know, pickup style touch football tournament. And like, you know, they, they kind of almost cast it dodgeball style. Mm. So, you know, you could have like the clubs involved, but then you'd also have like, you know, you know, like old legends, you know, the top women's team, you know, guys from, you know, kind of, you know, Palm Beach Corumman, you know, like, yeah. and, you know, the one that I, the, the idea that I really liked for it was then you kind of get like, you know, a bunch of average Joes, a guy who, you know, a bunch of guys working, you know, on a, on a building site who play in a touch footy side, a bunch of guys who work in a warehouse in out west. And know? they could go into a ballot and whoever gets exactly. kicked out and who, and a online, raffle or whatever. Well, yeah. Or an online vote. Yeah, like, yeah. tell us why, you know, you, you, your side, you know, and then they have to tell their story for why they should be, you know, the, the, the touch footy side that gets to, you know, compete in this, this big time tournament against all the kind of, whether it's the elite players or yeah. the ex-legends or, and, you know, you, you do that, you know, you, you get, uh, a, you know, a full building by putting you know a lot of fan a lot of, you know, combining all the fan bases into yeah. the same place yeah. and you know you kind of like give it a bit of you know kind of reality TV style kind of you know kind of uh, <laughs> styling yeah I really think something like that could yeah could actually work yeah, and, sure. uh, and really kind of reinforce the idea in the head that you know that um, that you know touch and rugby league are uh, part of the same continuum yeah yeah I think there's something like what is it? Six hundred thousand mm. names on that database. Yeah. Or the, or the, that's, that's how many people and play yet, touch in, in yeah, Australia. Whenever, whenever you talk about you know the, the participant, the participation side of the game, it's always debates about you know like if a kid's not you know playing tackle football, is that really rugby league? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I yeah. To me, it's the most inane argument. Like, in the know, BKG uh, uh, and Oz kick, yeah, kid, exactly. No questions asked. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. To me, that's. Of course, yeah. yeah. So I, I yeah, I, I think, but over and above that, I just think it would be an entertaining thing to watch. <laughs> yeah, it would. You know? Play it up at Central Coast Stadium, get a fun crowd there. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Right. Oil rig. <laughs> you know. Our stadium on the border. Tweet, tweet heads, half stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to see the uh, Rugby League Olympics. Oh, yes. That's my the, one. The, yeah. The, the Laugh Olympics. <laughs> I want to see at Parramatta Stadium. I don't know why. I'm just picking stadiums for these events. I want to see... Everything's going to be played at Parramatta Stadium. <laughs> it will, won't it? It'll be like the old Parramatta Stadium. We need a name. What do you think? The, the name is going to just get a naming rights name, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it is. Has Bank, it already got one? Bank West or something. Really? I, I, yeah. Oh, how disappointing. I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to start... Keep oh, name it after Ray Price. Ray, Ray Price. Ray, Ray, yeah, Ray Price is killing ground. Let's call it Cumberland. Do it properly. <laughs> yeah, you could have a, a, a heats of a sprint race, pass the ball, mm. goal kicking competition. Mm-hmm. Just and you could do this during Origin. Mm-hmm. You know, like the All Star mm-hmm. night that they have um, in in America. Like, I, I think it'd be terrific. Yeah, they, really yeah, good. Really you know, fun. one you, you've talked about this. You know, one thing I'd really love a little thing that like a kind of a discipline to see in the midst of this Olympics. I want them to get like a dummy, right? A yeah. specially constructed dummy. <laughs> yeah. And the idea would be, okay, you have to hit this dummy so hard you break it. <laughs> and the dummy would be fairly kind of like, you know, like, you know, kind of it would be it have enough structural integrity that it could like resist a fairly hard hit. Can you imagine the but, uproar from mums and dads about this? You're just encouraging violence. Blah blah yeah, blah. It's, it's violence against a dummy. Yeah. No. <laughs> But dummies are families too, you know. When you want to watch like someone try to hit the dummy so hard the head pops off. Yes, it'd be extremely hilarious. (laughs) You know what we need? You know what we need? We we need your favourite thing to come back in, the Zorbs. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Now, the, the issue with the Zorbs is that you could not believe that the, um, they allowed that thing to happen at rugby league matches. So what that was, was I, I, saw, I saw this at Penrith Park once, and it was a bunch of blokes... Um, it was like soccer, but except that the ball is 15 foot high and it's completely enormous. And you had two teams of, of players and they were trying to get the ball in uh, underneath the crossbar at each end. Mm. And, and what you were doing was you were... <laughs> that's what it was. You were having blokes running at this thing at exactly the same oh, time. Oh, so it's different. Okay, yeah. no, no, no. no. smashing okay. into it and being sent back 20, <laughs> 20 feet. And I just could not believe it. Okay, so you weren't, All in, the things that are allowed. You weren't in the ball itself. No. You were just, all right, okay. It was yeah. soccer with a giant inflatable ball. And it just... <laughs> it was everything. It was broken bones, concussion. And it happened. <laughs> Two people smashed into it at exactly the same time. And it shot them back about 20 feet. <laughs> it's never been brought back since. Yeah. That is the most rugby league thing I've heard this week. <laughs> but I want to see Zorbs as well. Like yeah. people in bubbles mm. hitting it, smashing into each other. It's, yeah. How about a game of rugby league played in those big sumo suits? <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. It's got to be done. All these things are on the calendar that just aren't part of it. Um, so we'll get back to Paula. She wants a reserve grade board back. Mm. Um, and so does a lot. Of, so do a lot of other people, um, or whatever it's called now. It changes so much. Um, not touch footy, which isn't actually footy, at Todd Greenberg. <laughs> so she doesn't want touch footy before first grade. All right. She wants reserve grade before first grade. All right. A lot cool. of people agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Shane Bullivant wants a Panasonic Cup knockout comp during Origin. Um, suspend the normal comp for three weeks so everyone else is doing origin and this it probably gives you enough time to have a knockout comp doesn't mm. it what do, you, what do you need three or four rounds well who's gonna, who's gonna play just the 16 teams yeah minus your origin stars probably so if I'm the coach I just lose the first game and take my three <laughs> weeks off <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'd send out like I, not even my reserve graders uh, yeah. I'd send out guys who are flag level and that's you get smashed and say you know congratulations guys got a you know <laughs> like rest, what Penrith did at, at, at last Auckland Nines mm. and they ended up ma- making Man, the final, final. <laughs> oops backfired didn't they mm. <laughs> uh, Bush Battler says Nines uh, international tours and tournaments a proper women's league Mm. Not four games. Mm. Proper city country before origin. Oh, there's uh, crossing the streams there. So what's the idea? You wouldn't have the guys who are kind of on the edge of origin playing. In, like, yeah, but they were doing that, weren't they? And, and everyone complained that they, that they were doing that. Uh, he wants an indoor summer league, like arena football. Indoor summer league. Brilliant. I like that idea. Yeah. So you know the thing? Yeah, that's brilliant. One thing you could actually bring with an indoor summer league is like... Um, you know, they had the padded kind of sidelines. Yeah. So you could smash dudes into the sideline. Yeah. That would be... Was it allowed? Of course. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I'm in favour of everybody else getting hurt except me. It's a, it's a, it's a theme here, isn't it? Oh, man. Um, one fuck all says, Rugby League new faces. Uh, not sure who could replace the late, great Norman Erskine, though. Um, uh, Sports Freak Show wants the Toronto Wolfpack... To have preseason tours here, <laughs> bring them all down. Okay, like you know, I, uh... 
An exchange? We'll send, we'll send someone to Toronto? Yeah. That's a good city. Yeah, it is rugby league city. Uh, Jay Dwight says uh, an island nation's round robin plus New Zealand versus England series during Origin. Um, I love the, all these ideas about what to do during Origin. Because people just look at Origin as a massive vacuum, don't they? They look at it as a, as a beast that's gotten too big, but what about all the other stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, there, there's something to that, isn't there? Like, yeah. Yeah. carve some space out around Origin so Origin can become, <clears throat> or it can be as good as it, as it can possibly be. Yeah. But then, yeah, like, I, I think people understand yeah, that um, you'll need some... Uh, you know, there's some inventory around, but also just the possibility of building up something as good as Origin. Yeah, like, you know yeah, what I mean. Like there, there's, yeah. there's, you know, there's, there's potential for that. Um, you know, particularly in the, uh, in the islands, and, um, and yeah, like um, they would seemingly probably be more sustainable than you know, I don't know, flying off to Denver every so often. <laughs> or every League Olympics. <laughs> um, and then uh, Jay continues. Then we can stop the comp for five weeks. In that period, uh, and the unfairness for teams with high origin represent representation. So that's a good point there. Um, <clears throat> finally, Troy Warner, who we hope wasn't offended by all that Parramatta talk before, <laughs> bring back city versus country origin and city origin um, and country origin firsts. It's an important game for the country boys to play against their the big boys of the city and the NRL. And also play the game in country areas. Yeah, too many people want that back, don't they? It's obviously. Uh, yeah, we obviously don't have very many Queensland listeners. <laughs> to this, this Queens- <laughs> the, the Queensland people love that game. Yeah, because you know, a couple of New South Wales people smash each other. <laughs> yeah, up. <laughs> probably. Uh, big thanks to Karate Warrior Two, who uh, once again sent out the the uh, <laughs> the, the call for that. Um, there was a funny post by AJ Mithen, who has um, a really good podcast going, a sporting discussion, mm-hmm. and, who, and who contributes to our discussion. He says uh, he turned his um, phone on um, after a weekend of it being on, uh, turned Twitter back on, sorry, and uh, sure enough, there were 60 plus notifications, and he's gone. Oh, uh, well, that, that's obviously Karate Warrior 2 <laughs> retweeting our Twitter listener response uh, uh, question. So he's got a bit of a reputation, the warrior now. Well good, done, sir. Good on him. No, he's a massive help. Terrific. Um, anything else we've forgotten? Uh, yes, just wanted to make mention. Sorry, assuming we're going to wrap up the podcast. Yes, just, yes, yes, we are. We are. Yeah, but um, one thing uh, <clears throat> uh kind of didn't get to in the course of the, con- course of the conversation is that we are doing this uh, yes, uh, right as the Super Bowl is being played. Yeah, we don't know what's so, happening. Yes, we are. Well, I do because I'm, I'm oh, looking at the score right now. What's the score? Just to time mark. 3-3. Three, 3-3? Three. Oh, three, three. Yes, it is probably oh. the lowest scoring Super Bowl in history. Wow. Is it half time yet? <laughs> no. It, well, Jesus, fourth quarter already. Seriously? Yes, yeah. No, it's... Wow. Yeah, it, it's I'm, uh, I'm a massive Gridiron <laughs> super fan. <laughs> 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 Still no more than Valentine Holmes, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, we're doing this, and so um, one talking point I wanted to bring up that they kind of missed over the off season, which you know, kind of uh, that, that did become one of those great like things just to talk about in the sport. But uh, yeah, all those th- those billboards about oh, yes. uh, about the Roosters that they're taken out in Atlanta. This is crazy. Yeah. Nobody knows what rugby league in America is. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I yeah. love it. And the only problem is that they didn't take out enough of them. Yeah, what? <laughs> Should put them. You should have had them route from sea to sea to shining sea, I reckon. <laughs> you know, had even more people asking, you know. But you know, here's the thing: I I do like the idea of yeah, like starting to refer to the um, 
the uh, the NRL premier as the world champs. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that this year. Yeah, yeah. riles up the Americans. What what can R- they do? R- riles up every riles up everybody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that some people took it too literally. You should have waited till next week because the World Cup Challenge hasn't been played yet. What if Wigan wins that? It's like, yeah, well, yeah. then Wigan can call themselves world champions. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Wigan, have the, Wigan can have the billboard next year. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah but where's next year's Super Bowl? New York City or I something? I don't know. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it, probably, it certainly has been scheduled, but uh, yeah, that's... Um, yeah, that's people are taking that a little bit too literally, weren't they? It was, a, it was a, the backdrop of a campaign aimed at our fans, wasn't it? Mm. Like, you know... It's just a fun thing. It's just one of those magnificent things that, you know, this is one of your your favourite things of, you know, just anything will engender negativity on the part of the rugby league follower base at some point. It's just just such a profound sense of gallows humour and uh, pessimism in the the sport that, you know, like, you know, Jesus Christ could come down himself and declare himself a rugby league fan and he'll say, oh, that's just alienates like the Muslims, (laughs) the Buddhists. It's true. That's true. I was waiting for uh, Todd Greenberg to be blamed for uh, not spending enough money on NRL hospitals and schools, and instead we're <laughs> and instead we're wasting money on billboards in oh. America. And I didn't even know what rugby league is. Oh, that's fantastic. Did somebody say that? You know, no games dying in the bush, but they can spend on billboards in Atlanta. <laughs> Why, why oh, adver- and then, yeah, but there was this, just this massive feeling of why tell, why tell outsiders about the game? Mm. That's the number one thing that the league gets criticised for. Yeah, you know, not growing the game, thinking enough. too small. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. this happens, and wow, you can't pick people, can you? you can't <laughs> pick the re- or maybe you can. That's our whole point. You can, you can pick the reaction. <laughs> you really, really, really. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. It's good to be back. (laughs) It is. It is. All right. Thanks very much for joining us. And um, yeah, we'll uh, catch you next time. Good to be back. And uh, I hope to be with you for a bunch of more times throughout the year. And yeah, maybe even when some games are being played. (laughs) All right. See ya.